0: How do social entrepreneurs and small businesses create an authentic brand people love so they can get the edge they need to stand out, create predictable revenue, and compete against the big guys? That's what we're here to discuss. I'm Adam Forrest, the founder of Change Creator, and this is the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. Alright, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to the show. Excited to uh, jump into this next conversation. Um, we got some really cool stuff coming up. We're going to be bringing on some people that I've worked with and kind of digging into their brands as they're building them up and things like that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the last show, if you missed it, was with Jessica Fialkovich. Um, she's an expert in helping companies exit. And you might be thinking, well, I'm not selling. I'm not ready for that. So we talk about when, as an entrepreneur starting a business or within your first five years, should you actually be uh, thinking about an exit and why, okay? So there are some really big benefits to thinking about this as a, at an earlier part of the business life, all right? So go back and check that out if you missed it. Uh, a lot of valuable insights there to help you think about what where your brand is going and how it's gonna guide you when you think about the exit. Um, so this week we are talking uh, with Claire Bon, um, so Claire Bond is a serial entrepreneur. She's currently the CEO and founder of Claire Bond Group. For the past ten years, she's been helping uh, high-achieving CEOs, executives, and, and investors, and founders, you know, maximize authority and influence to accelerate business growth and actually get the recognition and visibility that they're looking for. Um, you know, she learned the, the 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 critical importance of actually creating and curating a, a personal brand that can magnetize opportunities, and that's when we really get into branding. This is what we're doing. We become visible because we are standing out. You know, I hate to just say, talk about standing out, but to differentiate where you are actually attracting the right people for your business. All right. So we're going to talk a lot about that and it's going to be fun today. So hang in there. We'll get into that conversation. Um, one of the things I like to, you know, bring up is just the idea of underlying principles. It's really easy today to get sucked into um, the black hole. I like to, <laughs> I like to call it, where we are focused on all these tactics and different things that we see other people doing. Whether it's a workshop, webinar, all those things, all great stuff. But what we overlook when it comes to our brand are the underlying principles and strategies that are evergreen, and they are like the fuel for the car the tactics are like the car itself there's many different uh, cars that can get you where you want to go but you always need um, you know the fuel that makes the car go and that's unique for your brand Uh, and without it then you know the car itself becomes useless so really focusing on underlying principles and not surface level tactics all right let's jump into this conversation with Claire okay show me the heat I know you're gonna dig this Hey, Claire, welcome to the Change Creator Podcast. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you so much, Adam. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I I always appreciate a fellow uh, branding strategist and expert in that space. So I love to kind of talk about this stuff. And um, I think, you know, we obviously both agree that it's very important. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So tell me, you know, and for everybody listening, I like to just get a sense of like, what's exciting for you today? Like what's going on? And then let's back into how we got there.
1: Um, Well, I mean, you know, What's exciting today? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, it's always, it's always exciting. I love to, um, kind of delve into working on people's personal brands. Um, and it, it's an evolving, um, target, if you will. Like it kind of always changes. Like a strategy that you may have had previously has to kind of evolve and change into what, um, it means to raise somebody's visibility, so um, that's kind of you know what I'm working on today. Um, yeah. As far as how I got here, um, I started out working for Fortune 500 companies in New York City, and um, you know doing marketing, um, PR, events, all that kind of stuff. So I've definitely got the cred for um, knowing how to do this stuff, uh-huh. and then I went into acting and I, what I didn't have in acting experience I had in marketing experience and being able to package myself um, to get jobs. Because if anybody knows anything about the acting world, it's essentially your headshot that gets people to um, when you're, when they're online, a casting director is looking, it's your headshot that makes someone want to click. So what does that photo represent? Does it say, Oh, I know what this person would be perfect for. And that's essentially branding yourself. And so I started helping other Um, fellow actors brand themselves with their own websites and their own social media and all that kind of stuff. Um, And then about 12 years ago, I started a company called Online Profile Pros, and we help build people's um, brands essentially for online dating and LinkedIn. So your brands really Everywhere you are. So, um, and then from there, when I was going out for funding up in uh, in San Francisco, um, I was actually on a podcast with uh, Jason Calacanis, who's a pretty well-known angel investor, and he kind of suggested that I need to brand executives, and that is where we are. So, it's just kind of like all organically kind of happened, um, yeah. based on seeing needs, people coming to me, um, based on what I was already doing for myself. Um, and you know, now I kind of look at it, look at us for our concierge clients. I kind of look at us like we're like a fractional, um, marketing and branding team for executives. Okay. So, yeah. Why, why executives? Um, Th- that we have two tiers of service. We basically can kind of like help people build a foundation. And we do that for a lot of coaches and people like that. Um, and executives are the ones that we just do really, um, you know, everything for them. All of the posting, getting them on podcasts, getting them on press, getting them. Um, it's just a different level of service. And it's it's a very high level of service. So
0: yeah, I mean, that's, that's why. So you're, you're going... <laughs> So, okay, because we talked about, you mentioned the word visibility, and I yeah. think, you know, it's interesting because I've had conversations with people who are like, I want more visibility, but there's a certain thought process as a knee-jerk reaction when we say mm-hmm. visibility. They're thinking mm-hmm. marketing and yeah. advertising, which is always important. And I guess part of this (laughs) process, but also when you have like, so from what I'm hearing, you're providing services that establish an executive, just using that as an example where you're getting them a big footprint digitally so that they come visible. Um, but are you going through like, so you develop a brand strategy with them, Mm -hmm.
1: but then you're also
0: providing that,
1: like that push out there to the market. Right. So basically for our foundational clients, we built, we build that kind of brand strategy and kind of the initial um, outline. Here's where you need to be. Here's what you need to do. Here's your ideal client. Um, Basically for our clients, the strategy part is usually they don't give a bleep about it. They're just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Make me famous. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i could see how that could be
1: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's do you say, i mean basically Especially executives i could see that
0: like, you yeah. know, you know it's interesting because ego, <laughs> ego. yeah we're stroking the ego of course they, they, i don't have time for this just get it done and uh let's start getting out in the market yeah the you know because we work with earlier stage entrepreneurs and i see like It's, it's fun. I, I, I'm a little dorky and you probably feel the same way. I like the strategy conversations Mm -hmm, of like thinking mm -hmm. through these things and, you know, people's eyes light up because when you're the sole business, you know, founder or owner, you kind of are in a different mindset than the executive. So you're kind of like, Oh, like this world of clarity is like lighting up. So I get excited about that. And I think, you know, when I think visibility, yes, marketing, advertising, but also as you help people establish their brands, they become visible to the people they should be serving.
1: Right. Right. So like. yeah. So it's like usually like um, the clients that we have, they want more deal flow. We have um, a lot of angel investors. Our first client was an angel investor. So we have a lot of his recommendations and then recommendations. because so a lot of word of mouth for our yeah. private clients. Um, but basically it's, it's, they want deal flow, right? They want the best new startup to come to them. They don't want to have to look at it, right? They want to get be a limited partner in the next most amazing fund that's going to have all the unicorns. Right. Um, if anyone knows all that, those, all those lingo um, means, but that's kind of essentially what they're looking for. And um, you know, th- th- from a standpoint of, um, and a lot of the executives clients that we have, they want they want speaking engagements. They so it's just a different kind of level. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one problem, not problem. One thing that I think definitely when we deal with foundational clients and we deal with coaches and we deal with, um, kind of similar clients, yeah. um, the analysis paralysis that is, um, the overthinking of it have to, it having to be so perfect, and that's one of the biggest issues in people's way of getting their brand strategy out there is you have to pick a strategy and you have to move forward. Yeah. Because you're never gonna do anything until I mean we have like a one concierge client and like I mean, he's changed his mind and it's just like I have to like call my, you need to pick a direction. <laughs> And he's like, I need your help coming up with my strategy. I'm like, I have, but every time you're like, no, (laughs) it's not that. And you're like, come on. I went off of all, yeah. So it's like (laughs) a hard thing. So it's like, sometimes there has to be this you know, you understand that, that you have to pick a side, you have to pick a direction and that, and our job is to help you bring that clarity, but ultimately it's through conversations and through kind of like figuring out where you, it's not only like what you want to do, it's what there is a need for.
0: <laughs> yeah, it helps. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. You get into these conversations and they may be being indecisive, but you kind of get to this point where you've Talk through so much that wow. you you narrow it down. It's like you, you yeah. we're kind of at this place for a reason. So you don't really. I mean, you have to. You can make. Uh, you have options in a sense, but really, mm-hmm. if you're smart, like this is where you're at. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I but mean, sometimes it, people don't necessarily like the where they're at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's It's just, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. Um, Uh, you know, and you, we, I, we have these conversations and I'm just like, we need, you know, I'm just like tough, you know, lived in New York. I'm tough. And I'm just like, we need to make a decision. I'm so, you know, you may not like these certain things that you've done, but they work. Yeah. So let's kind of, right. We can we it. can kind of move to this other direction that you want as we're still kind of, you know, this is where where we are and this is who I am. Because you can't alienate the audience that you already have if you've already established an audience. Sure, sure, sure. That's a not a, you know necessarily a good strategy to have. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no. So tell me a little bit about um I'm curious and obviously we don't have to go super deep into everything cause it'd be a week long show, but I'd like to just get a sense of your process. Like, how do you like to work with entrepreneurs? Um, you know, like just give me a top level, like step, couple steps of like what it looks like to work with you.
1: Um, I mean, usually we, you know, it's, um, if, it, if I bring on like a foundational client, we really kind of outline, okay, here's, who I kind of define myself, like how I define myself, how I define my market, how do I define um, you know my competitors and this kind of thing and where I would like to be, what I'd like to get from it. So whether it's clients, um, speaking engagements, whatever it is, deals, um, other opportunities coming your way. We need to kind of figure out what those are and we kind of just do a deep, you know an initial deep dive just kind of, okay, what is out there? Where do you fit in? Do you have any visibility? And then we, from there, we kind of decide on what the strategy is and kind of say, okay, this is what we found out. And a lot of times when the clients come to us and they say, this is what I think I am, I go, well, actually, this is what we found. If, yeah. Sometimes it's not always the exact same. So that's why we, yeah. you know, we're very metrics and, and data, you know, driven. Yeah. Um, yeah. because ultimately, you know, what, what does visibility mean? Visibility means knowing you, who your ideal client is and being visible in front of them. So where are those people being on the right, being on the right, um, social, you know, social media um, platforms, you know, creating the right content, whether it's on your blog or on YouTube. I mean, that, and that kind of thing. So ultimately it's really figuring that out. And I like to kind of figure out where, you know, each individual kind of can, can fill a gap. Like, I don't want you to be a clone of somebody else. So that's the strategy that we work on. It's like, all right, so here are the competitors as we see them based on, on this. And this is how we see you fitting into this to really make a dent in this market. So it's, it's a, we're very like strategy driven. Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of like all that, you know, corporate background and things that I have and, and bringing that into making sure that the messaging is right. And things like that. I think that that's kind of what makes us different. i yeah. um, not from you, but from a lot of other um, brand strategists where it's not um, necessarily all about kind of the creative, it's, it's about really figuring out who the ideal audience is and what we need to do to, um, you know, raise the visibility in that area. And the rest of the creative and, um, you know, logos and all that kind of stuff, that will happen, based on that, but this that, that initial thing of knowing where we need to go is so, so important. Um, and that's the, that's kind of what I was talking about where you, you need to pick a place. I mean, that's one, you know, we are all so multifaceted, but you can't do, I mean, like one of the, um, we just signed a a new client yesterday and, um, we're talking with him and he wants to be a, um, like a relatable CTO. Um, and essentially he's like, but I also love fashion. And I also, um, you know, do socially, socially conscious things. And I also do um, fitness. And so I'm like, okay, so we're (laughs) going to go down CTO (laughs) and then we can layer in those other things to make you likable, to make you connect. But yeah, like that's ultimately kind of what we do is, is trying to figure out where, where to go with people and kind of going through that strategy.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people seem to misunderstand <clears throat>
1: what branding
0: really is because they yeah. will say it's the logos and the design and the marketing. And it's like, no, none of that exists without the real branding.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you really, I mean, why does anyone use any pro I was, I was kind of thinking about, I've like thought about a lot of this. How to, I mean, um, I was reading some study where it kind of said like people that use crest and Colgate, like it kind of goes back to like your family, like people use it like it's, it's people's been using the same like kind of brand of toothpaste for years. Like there's certain things that people just drink, you know, like Coca-Cola versus Pepsi. Right. It's just like it depends on where you grew up it, and all of these things. And you really just think about how it just is, is almost you don't even think about it sometimes the branding. No. Um, if it's done really well. And but you do become ultimately- loyal
0: to it, whether you think about right. it or not, right? Try to convince an, an iPhone user to switch over to Android. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's like, and I love it because, you know, I, I, I spoke with a guy named Bernard Schroeder and he helped launch like Amazon and Yahoo and Yura mm-hmm. And he was like, he made this comment. He's like, you know, great brands will always win over great products because in the end, you know, when it comes down to like price and all that stuff, they'll always commit to the brand. But if they don't love the brand, then there's price differences and it doesn't matter. They'll just go with whatever's cheaper. Right.
1: Right. So that's why like really kind of having like a really solid brand, committing to it and, you know, just really going out there, serving your, your people (laughs) essentially, That's why it's so important is Mm. because, you know, I always say like, you want to be the choice, not just another choice. So ultimately that's, that's how it's done. You know, it's, it's, that's why people choose certain brands over others. It's just, it's just because, you know, you see everyone, whoever it is, people in your circle are doing it. You're like, okay, that's good. Maybe I'll give that a try. Yeah. It's just, and, and that's kind of how it works with, you know, small businesses too social proof, your friends, Hey, you should follow this person on, um, you know, Instagram. I really love the stuff they're, they're doing. I think they could help you. And then that they turn into a client. So there are just so many things, but yeah, really being that, that really relatable brand that really serves your ideal audience is key. Mm-hmm. So yeah. while coming, uh, you know, obviously all the strategy is super important. That's just like the basics from there. You've got to commit and you've got to, to, you know, serve, serve your people because <laughs> yeah. that's how you're actually going to get those, turn them in, you know, no, like yeah, turn them do. into clients. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I'd be curious, like since you do some of the, the marketing side to, to get the word out there and stuff, <clears throat> you know, obviously, so are you guys like you're running Facebook ads, YouTube, like you're doing all the different, Mm, we don't
1: do, no, we don't do ads.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So So tell me a little bit more about what you like, what kind of stuff that you do there?
1: Um, I mean, basically it's, it's, you know, um, we produce videos for them. Um, some clients we produce those videos end up in, and we make them into podcasts. Um, we get them on podcasts. We do do all of their social media content. We do social media engagement for them. Um, yeah, so it's, it's all of the, um, you know, the, the machinery, the organic um, got it. Got it. Got it. Things that we do to raise that visibility. Um, you know, if there, I'm not saying like that we've never like run an ad. I mean, some certain clients that we have, they want to like push something that they're doing and we'll help them with that. But that's not kind of we we organically raise the visibility. So, um, you know, creating content on um, their blog, making sure everything is SEO correctly, um, right. you, you know, YouTube, you know, get YouTube channels for them again, SEO, those videos. So it's all about doing everything really kind of just right the yeah. very first time. Lot, that's what a lot of people don't understand too, is that, um, you know, you can just make a blog, but if it's not SEO, if it's not based on what somebody's actually searching for, it's not really that useful. No. No, it's,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, and most people don't understand too that those very valuable strategies also mm-hmm. take time. Right. They, they don't magically get traffic and sales like out of the gate, but in the long run, yeah. it's very valuable. If you can wait exactly for 12 months.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: yes. Uh, um, I mean, so, there's
1: certain, there's certain, you know, ways to kind of increase that obviously using social media can, can kind of make that um, happen a lot faster, but um, you know, yeah, like yeah, SEO and things like that can take a little bit more time. Yeah.
0: And how has your experience been, you know, transitioning from corporate, building your own business. It sounds like
1: you're hire. Are you, do you hire people as staff or do you work Mm -hmm. with? We have have both. We have freelancers and staff. I'm always
0: curious about the business models. And I think people listening are always curious. Like, Mm -hmm. I you know, we, I just talked to somebody about company culture. And we're like, well, the way businesses are running today is very different. It's not just mm-hmm. traditional brick and mortar. Like we have a lot yeah. more online. We have just coaches who are solo making multiple seven figures. And yeah. so how do we build company culture when you have a team of, uh, you know, eight to nine VAs and yeah. like, what does that look like? And so I'm always curious about people's approach to the business models. Cause I think a lot of people are getting away from hiring bodies because of the overhead and everything that comes with it. And right. so that's why I ask, and I'm curious on how your experience has been, because if you're managing, you know, different things and I don't know, like, how do you find people that you trust to do it well? And is it based on processes that you put together? Like, can you tell me a little bit? Um,
1: We are like, yeah, definitely. You know, we've got um, a project management online system that we use um, that kind of keeps everyone on track, but ultimately like when I initially kind of started hiring, um, in the very early days, I would definitely, I definitely would hire for someone that could fill a role. Yeah. And then I found that I was like, ugh, like there's the, it was constantly being let down. <laughs> Whereas if you hire for, you hire for integrity, you hire for somebody that just, you know, dots those I's and crosses those T's, right? They are a detailed person. They um, show up on time. They send you that thank you letter after doing the <laughs> interview. You know, things like that. Um, I totally believe in, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So that's yeah. that's me. And so I basically try to hire me. If if that's you know, I can see that. Yeah, so it's just I mean, obviously, I'm never going to have anyone that's as committed to the business as me. But I want to hire somebody that's like this is not this is very important work that you're doing, and I need you to understand that and bring your A game when you're doing the job. And I don't, I don't, you know, I pay a very good wage, very, um, you know, I basically I pay a Los Angeles wage, and I don't care (laughs) if you're in St. Louis. So it makes some people quite happy with that, but (laughs) that's. Ultimately, um, you know, and so the team, yeah, we're all virtual, we're all over the US. um, And sometimes it is a little bit hard to kind of really, yeah, like to have that culture. But I think ultimately, you know, I, I just, I, I I like that the the team that we have right now, they're very committed. And um, they do, you know, they're like, this is my piece of it. And they get, you know, and I'm like, you can take that win that wins all you. And I, w-. and I think that's ultimately the, the thing too is yeah. like share the wins with them when they, you know, cause yeah, you know, yeah so it's huge. just so, it, I'm sorry. I said, that's huge. The appreciation. Yeah. Yes. So I just think that's, you know,
0: how I, I am idea and of your hiring methodology, though, just hiring somebody that because you're right, no one's going to be as committed. But I like I was interviewed. I talked to this guy, Trey Llewellyn. He does like, I don't know, one hundred million dollars a year. And I'm like, mm-hmm tell me like, cause he talks about delegating and, you know, especially for early stage and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's interesting. And so many people have reservations. Oh, they're not going to do it as good as me. And I am still early and I can't afford all those things. He's like, yeah, but you have to understand, let's say you, you can only put in a hundred percent. Right. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. And he's like, he's like, so if you hire someone that can operate at 50% of what you do now, your business is operating at 150%. Right. So look at it that way. It's, it's progress.
1: <laughs> and, um, I think one of the things too is, you know, I, I, I lean on my, I lean on my network. We found people through our network as well. Like I know somebody who knows somebody and that kind of thing. I was somebody just graduated from college and they need a job. So that's a, another way that we've found people. Um, and I think also when I've had difficulties with, with a particular person working for me, um, I've gone to my own network. They're like, how do you deal with this to my yeah. friends? Yeah. And they have given me such amazing advice. Um, And I think a lot of times when they're not, everyone's going to have the same aptitude, right? There's certain things that, that you're really good at that you're and you know what you're not good at, right? So you kind of, so maybe you're giving somebody a job that they're not, good at. (laughs) They're not cut out to do this. Sure. They're not cut out for PR. They don't want to pick up the phone and make, make a call. They don't want to do that. They're uncomfortable. Um, that's a very millennial thing. I saw like a meme saying that, like, like a millennial calling, you know, um, you know, making a phone call and they're like, please don't pick up, please don't pick up. (laughs) And they're kind of going through this my name is so-and-so. And And, like, so it's funny because you're just like, Oh my God, that's so true. Um, but (laughs) you ultimately need to make sure that you're giving the right, you know, tasks and jobs to people that are excelling in that. And I think that's what I've done. I've really kind of worked all right. What are you really good at? So sometimes somebody, you know, they have, may have an aptitude and you're just like, it's not going to be a good fit because that's not what I need. Yeah. I mean, and that's,
0: that's, that. Way the way you operate and who you hire, and that culture I mean, that's all part of your brand, right? That's yeah. everybody's brand. I think a lot of people miss out on that, and they don't take the time to think through these things, and so they start maybe making some money, but then things get very messy, very quickly. (laughs) And I have seen it. I've had people come to me and they're like, I was making all this money and now I'm down to like next to nothing. And I don't know what's wrong. And And it's like, you know, you hit certain plateaus or walls because you, the the referrals and word of mouth will go for a while, but sooner or later you're going to have to kind of like move to this next stage of progress. And I always like to think of it as like a, as a, um, you know, if you want to go from caterpillar to butterfly, right? Like Mm -hmm. you're going to have to go through certain changes. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what has to happen. So um, yeah, it's interesting to see the evolution of some of these folks, brands and stuff. Can you tell us maybe a little bit about an example? Um, Do you have any top of mind of people that you worked with that's been interesting or um, just kind of demonstrates a little bit of uh, maybe a challenge that you guys overcame or anything like that?
1: um I mean I think for us like what we have evolved kind of what we our strategy and what we do for our clients I think um that was kind of like a challenge we overcame because you you basically you finish the branding and you're out there and you're you're doing all of the you know messaging and creating the content and doing all this sort of stuff and it gets to a point where they're like okay, now what? And you're like, so now we've got it. So that's when we started like, okay, we need to layer on PR and other things on top of that to kind of keep the momentum going. So that's kind of, that's kind of, we've changed our packages. um, You know, had to increase prices (laughs) because I'm like, if we're going to do that, I am totally down, but I gotta, you know, be able to compensate people because you know we're based in the United States. We pay a living wage. Yay! Yeah. Right? <laughs> what a concept. Yeah. Um, and and that's that's kind of the thing. It's it's um, yeah, you have to evolve and you have to 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 change. I hate to use the p word pivot because that's so that <laughs> that was like the word of twenty twenty, right? Um, but you have to be able to do that. You have to be able to say, okay, you know what? this is what I need to do. And, um, you, you guys, you know, want this. So we, this is what you need. And yeah, yeah, that's what we had to do. So that's, you know, so I know that you're saying like, it's interesting that we're doing so much, you know, marketing type stuff and PR, like the traditional stuff. But once you get to a point, um, you to keep the momentum to keep moving um it's it kind of levels not levels off but it doesn't move up as fast if you're starting you go from zero to 60 right that's right but once you're at 60 it's, it's it kind of levels now what? if you, yeah. they still want this you've got to you know you've got to kind of work on on increasing the visibility by you know um working with other people, collaborating and yeah. getting on, you know, so that's, that's ultimately what we do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing how it's changed. I'm always, i always like, I say personal brand strategy, but I feel like I should say, I look, you know, like marketing too, cause that's really what we do I, as well.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, you're, I mean, it's a very popular keyword personal. Yeah branding right now. And I don't know about you, but I'm like one of these people that always wants to go against the grain. So I'm kind of like people are like, oh, personal branding versus you know corporate branding. I'm like, it's it's effing branding, dude.
1: Whatever you want to call it. Like I don't care whether it's a person or a company. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same, it's the same things that you're using the same hey, techniques yeah,
0: yeah yeah i mean there's some so, very minor variations but it's not it's still branding the process yeah. the strategic thought process and all that stuff is is about well,
1: corporate the same. branding has i mean we do we do work with with businesses as well yeah. and we essentially they're executives so we you know if we do if we take on a business client a corporate client yeah. um then they have two executives that are the face faces And so they will co-host a podcast. They will do things together and, you know, one will create a video and the next one will create the next video. Um, You know, one will be the the subject matter expert on this. The other one will be the subject matter expert on this. So it's, it's always driven by people because that's how marketing has changed. And that is, yeah, they want to, they want to get behind a a person, um, you know, they don't yeah. want to get behind this like faceless entity. I mean, that's why that's why there are influencers out there, right? That's the that's the beauty of influencers, Absolutely. giving that social proof, saying, like, I I like this product. Yeah. Here's why. And yeah. well, and and yeah. you know, it's it's true. And
0: I like I can go through Instagram and I see someone who hasn't he doesn't need to do this, but he's out mm-hmm. there doing it and doing videos. Mark Wahlberg, like he runs all these companies at yeah. 45, Municipal. He's out there doing freaking <clears throat> Instagram like live shows and all this stuff. I'm like, so he's the face of his brand. And I had somebody come to me and they're like, Oh, I don't want to be the face of my brand. I don't want to, you know, I want to be, I'm like, yeah. Who I'm
1: else like, is going to be the face? Hey, you, have I mean, you don't
0: be. have to have a face, but you do need to have it, Everything you do has to be grounded in your story.
1: Yeah. And, and who's going to tell the story? You're gonna road. have like a weird little avatar, tell a story. Like it's just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, you no. have to that's where you kind of get into that tough love. Um, <laughs> you know, where you're like, you need to do this. Put on true. your big girl pants, your big boy pants, yeah. and do it. Otherwise, do not be in the entrepreneurial space. Right. You're playing the wrong game then, especially today, it's It's evolved. Like you you
0: need to be able to get out there and and be willing to do those things. And I have literally turned, I turn people down uh, all the time in the sense, like one, if their timing is off, like they're not ready for this, like mm -hmm, it's too early mm -hmm. or they're not, they don't have proof of concept even. Um, But the other thing would be as issues like that. Like if I'm, if you already feel resistance up front. And so anybody listening, when you're like closing calls on the phone and stuff like that, it's hard to say no, especially when you're desperate for money. And I get it. Totally yeah. get it. Sometimes saying yes, like that, when you don't vibe with somebody and yeah. like you're not feeling it, or they're like the know it all. And they are like, I say no, because I know the results would be hard to get. They're just not like, I always give an example. of, like, you watch friends. Yeah. Yeah. I watch friends. Everybody watches friends. I'm like, did you see the, um, the reunion show. And they're like, you can ask any one of those people on the cast, what made that show work so well around the world? Oh, because we all connected. We all had synergy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if we ain't feeling this, we're not yeah. getting
1: results. So, well, well, we actually, um, it's interesting is a lot of the executive clients come to us through their, through their assistants. So we'll be doing sales calls with the assistant. Oh shit, And, um, you will, um, especially for some very high profile people that we work with. And we recently had this happen. They're like, well, you know, he's ready to sign. And I said, well, we need to get on the phone with him Yeah, I'm not ready to give cool. him the contract because cool. I don't know who he is. Yeah. yeah. I only know this idea and this concept got on the, got on the call. And I'm like, yes, I like you. I can do that. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's important because I'm sure you've been down the road where you work with someone and it's like the most painful process ever. Right. I recently got out of one of those situations total. Um, and I did a, a video that I, I recently posted on LinkedIn talking about getting so caught up in the metrics and like, want, you know, like, why do I only have one follower today? And you're like, Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, we need to calm down. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's you need to like you were saying with 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 some of the marketing and things that you do it takes time and you can't take your foot off the gas you have to commit and you have to give your all because those are the people that win those are the people the ones that you see who you're like oh my god you know mark Wahlberg. he didn't quit he kept going he kept going to those auditions i mean i came from the acting world how many times have i heard no yeah, you keep showing up until my mom always had this saying, like, she's like, you keep going until you find that yes person. That's right. It's out there. You, you've got to do it. You've got in and, in, and, and, you know, that's the kind of commitment you have to have when you're working on the marketing, putting, implementing the strategy yeah. is you've got to commit and it takes time. Um, you know, one of the greatest, like your third, like your third grade best friend, Like the kind of things that you're going to tell your third grade best friend, are you going to tell the rando that you just met on the street, the same information? Hell no. Like (laughs) why would anyone trust you if you just showed up? Yeah. Yeah. You may, you may get that vibe and like, I really like you, but it takes some time to be, to have that loyalty, that like real trust. And that's got, that's earned. Yeah. And that's one of the things. Yeah. People need to be reminded sometimes.
0: They do. And as far as those metrics, like your comments about the metrics, I mean, there's definitely a conversation to have about what metrics are actually important and which ones are vanity metrics. Because yeah. I think a lot of people are hung up on vanity metrics. And I honestly, when I go around the internet, you know, I don't want to offend anybody, but I see so much desperation for attention versus yes. just smart, like authentic, genuine stuff where mm. you just see like, Especially like, you know, a lot of these girls like, oh, I'm just going to wear less clothes to get more attention. There's so I feel like TikTok attention. is the attention. Grab- oh, my God. Right? Well, yeah, TikTok. Oh and that's like 18 to 24, I guess that 15 to 24 or something like that. And there's some funny stuff on there. That's for sure. There is.
1: But but it's all attention. I mean, really, if you attention. think about look at me, look at attention. me, look at me, look at here's me, here's my magic I'm, trick, here's my whatever, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's that's. It's, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. because like what we all want, you know, affirmation, right? We all want, I I did a good job and and this is how it's coming. This is my ROI. Um, But sometimes, you know, the followers or these kind of, you know, certain metrics, like while they're great, it's so much better. And I, it's, I mean, it, you can't, how many times people said this, but it's so much better when they're real than kind of manufactured, right? You essentially like degraded yourself. Like you're saying, being half naked to get the followers, like, come on, be like, if that's, (laughs) so I feel like that's where it's just like, you need, you know, you're not going to sell your business. There are people that that do that. Um, and you know, I, you know, my clients aren't those people. (laughs) but like yeah it's just kind of it's a hard thing it's much better to have people that are like really committed and they're cheering you on you know from the sidelines saying yay you know i want to be your first client or i'm going to recommend you like that's hey i'll take 10
0: super fans over a thousand bullshit fans who are just watching you for your next how many times can i get hit in the head with a ball or whatever like give me a or your
1: cutesy you know tiktok (laughs) videos that that yeah. you're creating, you know, even I if they're for your them. business.
0: I'm like, how much yeah. time did you put into that? <laughs>
1: oh my God. <laughs> right. Some of these things. So, like, wow. I'm like, I I don't do it. I don't do reels. I'm like, I can't, nah. I will, I will like commit to doing like a really good YouTube video and doing things like that. But it's totally like, yeah, like creating, uh, I can't even imagine. Cause you have to like, literally it's, it's, if you think about like, um, you know, a movie, right. It's a short, like a short film. You've got to map it out. If good. The ones that look really good, somebody strategized that thing. Oh, somebody yeah. made an outline, saying, "Okay, <laughs> I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this." Because the t- when the, the timing's really good, good
0: footage, everything, quality,
1: yeah, editing, that was editing matters. That, that is not just you know winging it. that's that strategy, and they're putting a lot of time into it. So yeah, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't and, have that much time.
0: <laughs> my mentor always reminds me, and he's like there's only one metric that matters. I don't care how many people you have following you. How many, I don't even care how many people are on your email list. Just yeah. when you're doing stuff, how many sales do you have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Show me the sales. Cause you get all the emails in the world, but if you can't sell to anybody, it doesn't matter. Right. So yeah. it's like, if you, I mean, I literally bring in some clients earlier stage than, than you work with, with some of these other guys. And it's like, You can organically, once you get to like $5,000 a month organically, just without the bells and whistles of like easy webinar. And I got to do this workshop and this masterclass. Mm -hmm. I'm like, forget Mm -hmm. it all. Forget all that stuff. All you need to do is get someone on the phone and sell your your offer. Do that Mm -hmm. several times, make a few bucks, and then we can start accelerating it with everything else, right? It's like Mm -hmm. everybody's so caught up on all the the, the junk out there. So, you know, there's vanity metrics. The so thing, thing with like the people you work with, the executives, like they want all these followers and all this stuff, which I understand, but there's probably some more core metrics that they should be paying attention to.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that's my job to kind of work on that, which is, which is ultimately why we worked on, on getting the, you know, doing the, the podcasting and the PR aspect of it. It's because those were real metrics that we could say, you couldn't have gotten this a few months ago. That's better. Yeah. Because at the end of
0: the day, you can't like, if they're doing certain things, like, I don't know, like, I guess I remember when I worked at WebMD for a while and we would work with these big clients and everything, Microsoft, whatever. And it's like, if you're struggling, we can, we can't guarantee things because I can't make your product good. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like I can market the shit out of you but you know, we'll get some traction but you know, it may not blow up. It's like it really mm-hmm. comes down to your product and your customer Absolutely. service and everything else. Like there's a lot yep. more behind it, right? So Exactly. They can go on podcasts and if they're not closing deals from that podcast, maybe they just really sucked on the podcast, right? Like yeah. you can't control yeah. that. So
1: there's things out of your hands. Right. Definitely. And that's, that's the, that's when you kind of say, okay, I kind of recognize that with you and we, I don't think it's a good fit to work together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's hard working with clients. It's a good learning process. And like, you know, the more you do it, obviously the better Yeah, like think Every time I work with somebody, I'm like, I refine my, my process. More. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> totally. You're like, okay, I'm going to change this part of the agreement. Yeah. To be real ironclad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, we're we're yeah. pretty much out of time. But before I go, I'm going to just ask you about your masterclass. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing there with the masterclass that you have.
1: Um, basically, it just really kind of outlines the, the steps that somebody needs to do to figure out you know, where, how to outline that personal brand. Okay. So what, you know, kind of a lot of the stuff that I was you know talking about, right. it's like, where do you find your ideal audience? How do you know what type of content to create? So it's just, mm-hmm. those are the, those are the things that are going to build that know, like, and trust. And a lot of people are like, I don't know how to do this. Cause again, that's marketing and a lot of that stuff that people don't know. So that's what we kind of outline for people.
0: Okay. So you get a little taste of the process and, and the insights and stuff. That's cool. Yes. Yes. So and where where would people go to find that plus whatever else information you have? What, what's the best spot?
1: The best spot is my website. So clairebon.com. Um, so C-L-A-I-R-E-B-A-H-N.com. And um, you'll find a link in the top um header that for the uh, masterclass.
0: yep and okay. yeah so claire Bonn, and we'll have that in the show notes for anybody listening claire was a lot of fun to talk about all this good stuff great yeah. to uh, connect with a fellow uh, branding enthusiast yeah thank you so much for having me on Adam. it was a lot of fun <laughs> all right appreciate it take care thank you you too Thanks for tuning into the Authentic Brand Mastery Podcast. Don't forget to stop by ChangeCreator.com for more information, fresh articles, content, and our services if you're looking to build a brand that people love. And please stop by iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We appreciate your support.